Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know why you decided to start creating content or become an author or speak to people or become interested in changing the way that we think about something? Um, Or is there a reason that you became interested in fashion, style, art, music, why you started pursuing the career that you're pursuing, the interests that you have, and then started putting that out on the internet? And usually the answer that I received to this question has is is goes back to like college, sometimes high school that people give me and then they'll work their way up. You know, they'll tell me about a teacher that they had that really impacted them. And that teacher drove them to pursue a certain major in college because they were so impacted by that teacher. They chose to major in a specific area. And after that, you know, maybe then they started building their first business in college and and they dropped out because they realized, oh, I can make this into something that people, somebody would actually, like a company would actually acquire. And then the business was acquired and they realized, oh, I have a future in building tech startups. So I'm going to continue building a bunch of tech startups and helping people with my, you know, computer science skills that the teacher, computer teacher I had in high school really encouraged me to pursue, let's say. And so I say, that's amazing. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're incredibly successful what you do right and you're helping people which is the goal so what were you like as a kid and then people are like why are we talking about my childhood and the answer to that is because your childhood is the key to why you are the way you are specifically on a like a deep-rooted level you know, why you behave the way you behave, why you're extroverted versus introverted, um, why certain people make you cautious and other people you trust very easily. Um, the types of friendships and relationships you have all influenced by the type of home life that you had or the type of friends that you made when you were younger or your relationships with other kids. Um, were you a chatterbox, you know, during nap time, let's say, or were you, you know, very quiet and actually really excited to go to sleep? Um, did you play a lot with other kids during recess or were you kind of a loner and you would sit, you know, making sandcastles in the corner? Like what type of child were you? What kind of home life did you have? All of these questions related to your childhood, because Specifically during like the first 10 years of your life, a lot of things impact you. A lot. Arguably, they impact you more than they may impact you at any other point in time. And it creates 
a bigger purpose for you. And I'll give you some examples of what I'm talking about. But you'll, it's not just about, oh, I, you know, am interested in a specific, I became interested in, in fashion as a child. It's not really that. It's more so like I wanted to like, pursue creativity and showcase that, you know, I I wanted to really act, advocate for creative people. Or, you know, I became really interested in performing and entertaining people. And I was always the kid that made other people happy. Or, you know, I was always known as kind. And other kids, if other kids were bullying each other, I would be the person that would step in and say, Hey guys, like let's all just be friends. Does every anybody want to go play on the monkey bars? Like you didn't participate in conflict, for example. Um, and it could also be negative things. Like maybe you felt neglected, um, and so then that kind of caused you to to you know either help people to not feel that way, or you also neglected other people, right? It, it not only does the like hurt people help people path originate during your childhood but hurt people hurt people also originates in your childhood and I would argue that you know not only do the positive things that you are now known for now you or you are your bigger purpose stem from your childhood but also so do the negative things stem from your childhood let me give you some examples because I feel like I'm using the word childhood enough to where like we could all take shots at this point um (laughs) so anybody under legal drinking cage cannot participate in that activity but let me give some examples so from uh let's say a positive standpoint right um I was just watching Bling Empire and there is a character in Bling Empire or not really a character it's a real person because it's reality tv um his name is Kevin Kreider so if you watched um if you watched Bling Empire, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, he felt very, uh, well, he was adopted into a white family and he's Asian, Korean specifically. And he always felt insecure about being Asian. He was, he said he was the first Asian guy that a girl had dated, felt like he was being treated as an experiment. He was largely surrounded by white people because his adopted family was white. Um, So he had this sense, lost sense of identity. Fast forward, he chose to become a model. And the bigger purpose was because he wanted to see people like him represented in media. And that literally directly goes back to his childhood. He's also now, you know, well known for his sobriety. He has a canned um, non-alcoholic drink brand called Sans um, or Sans rather. And so that is something that he's also known for. But even in the episode where he is pitching to an investor to invest in his brand, he talks about representation He talks about, like, I want to create an Asian-founded, non-alcoholic company. 
But yes, it's about also his journey of being sober. And that's something that is true to his personal brand. And it is something he struggled with. And it is something he wants to create representation around for other people and community around. But also from the packaging, you can kind of tell that it's probably either inspired by Asian culture or it is created by an Asian founder. The ingredients are very common in uh, Asian food and culture being like ginseng and L-theanine, which comes from green, green tea. If I butchered that, don't judge me. Um, <laughs> so it all goes, but the bigger, bigger per picture here is that he wants to feel represented as an Asian founder in Asian media because that's not something he felt when he was growing up and he felt kind of confused and lost about it growing up. That's an example of something in his childhood that then created the, his bigger purpose as an adult and as an entrepreneur, as a, a celebrity. We see the opposite of that being somebody like Elizabeth Holmes, who created a startup called Theranos that essentially was fraudulent. They were lying about the results that they were getting to investors. Um, and they were getting money before they even had really anything figured out. And if that sounds like, huh, that's weird. Why would you get money for a startup that has like, n you don't even have all the technology sorted and the results are incorrect. Well, that's because Elizabeth Holmes's mother very early on as a child, Elizabeth Holmes was raised in a very wealthy, affluent family. But she felt a lot of pressure from her mother to become something. That was the most important thing. Become famous, become a well-known entrepreneur, become wealthy, become something. If you are not holding yourself to the standard that, you know, your mother has for you, then you will not become anything. You will become a failure. So her rushing the process for Theranos, acquiring investors, acquiring press, faking results, all makes sense when you had this pressure your entire life to become something to the point where you, had to, you felt like you had to become something as quickly as possible. And I'm not saying what Elizabeth Holmes did is correct, but I am saying as somebody who tries to understand people for a living <laughs> in order to figure out what makes sense for their careers and what kind of brand identity makes sense for them to have um, and how they want to be perceived. That is how I would go about understanding somebody who is in her shoes, for example, um, and advise maybe like, don't put pressure on yourself too much, like figure out, figure out the inner workings of your company before you put yourself in an even more questionable situation, right? And then it's crisis, crisis management. We don't really love to do that. Um, you also have, you know, people that I would argue are almost programmed to hurt other people from the start, from their childhood. Um, people like Jeffrey Dahmer, Hunter Moore, Harvey Weinstein, um, you know, Anna Delvey, Terry Richardson, People that are Kelly, right? People that were either abused or neglected in their childhood and they chose the path of hurt people, hurt people. To bring up some specific examples, um, we have Hunter Moore of Is Anyone Up? He had a personal brand that was quite literally called the Life Ruiner. 
And he created a life for himself on so- through social media that was completely fraudulent and completely unrelated to what he was living in reality. He was not living in all of these really fancy hotels and in a, a really big house. He was living in his mother's house with a drug addiction. He had a drug addiction, right? He was unhappy with himself and he started as anyone up because he said that he wanted to get revenge on an ex. And to somebody like me, that would say, why do you want to create a website dedicated to ruining people's lives and try to ruin the life of somebody that you did not align with if you are very secure of, of yourself? If you are confident of yourself, if you truly love yourself, why would you want to devote an entire platform so that not only you could ruin people's lives, but other people could do the same? So I would say that that's tied to to an insecurity that he was having growing up as a kid, not feeling like he really had a place, maybe feeling, you know, hurt, maybe not feeling like he was having the most attention on him. Um, And that caused him to become somebody who craved attention, who would do anything for it, including ruining other people's lives, right? Um, We see something similar in R. Kelly, who also had a negative personal brand that he was famous for, right? He was abusing women. And going back in his childhood, he was abused as a child. Um, And, you know, some people, if they are abused in any way as a kid use that experience to say, you know what, I had something traumatic happen to me and God forbid I would let that happen to anyone else. Instead, as a man, as a black man, he felt, um, and this is especially also tied to like the hip hop industry and the culture at the time, um, you know, men and in general, we're not necessarily encouraged, and especially in hip hop, we're not encouraged to be vulnerable. We're not encouraged to share their emotions. We're not encouraged to acknowledge that you have any emotions at all. It's fuck bitches get money all day, every day. They were not encouraged to have varying types of sexualities. So you can't be gay. You can't be bi. That's weird. That's gross. You're going to hit on me. All that kind of other stuff. It's still, that attitude still exists today. We've seen stars like Lil Nas X, Frank Ocean struggle with those perceptions. Um, and thus, you know, kind of either carving their own path or leaving the hip hop industry altogether. Um, and R. Kelly was somebody who clearly was, was questioning his identity his entire life. Um, and instead of saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to either carve out my own path, or I'm going to help people. He decided that he was going to hurt people and he was going to present himself as this very masculine, fuck bitches, get money type of man. Um, and interestingly enough, you know, in his song lyrics, he does tell you what he's going through and nobody listened, right? Like a lot of the times it was like a cry for help. And people were just entertained by his music. They didn't even understand that he was sharing intimate parts of his life and and in some cases his crimes in his music. Um, And it all goes back to him being abused as a child by a man um, and that causing some questionable elements within his identity. Um, So there are some people 
that have negative things happen to them in their childhood and they're almost programmed to like either teach other people lessons or hurt people in negative ways and there are others that you know use the things that they experience in their childhood whether positive or negative to help and serve other people um and so i urge you if you want to have a business or you want to strengthen your business or you want to create content online you want to be a speaker you want to be a thought leader an entertainer a comedian a musician a fashion designer an artist what have you think deeply about your bigger purpose dig into your childhood understand why it is that you are the way you are self-awareness is a huge part of having a successful personal brand because it not only allows you to understand your bigger purpose but it allows you to not feel swayed by other people's perceptions other people's negative comments um, other people's lack of understanding of who you are you know russ talks a lot about that he's one of my favorite personal brands um he discusses a lot about that in his book you know being so self-aware that like other people's opinions can't really harm you because you know who you are and you know why you are the way you are and what your purpose is and where that came from um and so some people are very aware of that on their own and some people need a little help from somebody like me (laughs) um and so of finding that place, whether it's with a therapist, whether, you know, it's a therapist and a personal branding strategist, whether it's on your own or a friend, finding somebody that you can talk to about this kind of stuff. If you're unsure of how it is that you're making impact, talking to somebody who won't judge you, who is there to help and shape your career and give you a different way to think about things is incredibly helpful. So consider your childhood. Don't let that just be a chapter in your life. Figure out how the things you experienced as a kid shaped who you are now as an adult and how you are using your experiences to serve and impact other people. And that will lay down a lot of the groundwork for your personal brand. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.